Kole fa mama avenga le nei male Pacific Easy mo auto pe fa mumoli sa mo auto kuni ai ofisa mo le fa va yaso fa nga nei lol na wa unang forwarda uwa ole direct transfer a fa i wa yesa membership card ma e fa nga ina le internet banking ole matu ai fine of your lover na le tiposi mai lava lau seleni matu account ole fa atino le la fo ina lau seleni mo ai nga sa mo e ye 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 nga ta ho na fa ma le ina mo ni si fa ma talanga le nei a unang for Bala au le telefoni o valselau o o o tasi onono po le lua fitu ono fitu iva fitu fa pe text mai foilo suafa ili valu tolu o. Voucher is one of the most convenient ways that I'm finding now to do my shopping here at Mama Joe. And I, my sister just sent through the voucher on my cell phone, and I just come straight into Mama Joe to do my shopping. Well, let's see if you have a bit of silly on the town. Well, in Lafo, we're a bit of a style of law. I think it's really convenient for families overseas if they don't know what to, how to help their families here, then this is the perfect way. And a warm Pacific greetings to everyone that's tuning in today. Oh, Talia wants to say hello to everyone. Yes. Chloe and I were just discussing the reality yeah. of a working mum and mm -hmm. during COVID where we need to keep our children safe. And well, daycare, well, daycare is just not cutting it right now. Um, unfortunately, they are uh, under the pump, you know, with yeah. uh, only a limited of 10 people per uh, bubble. So, you know, a massive, massive shout out to everyone um, that's just doing it rough during this time. Um, but, you know, this is Blue Table Taranoa, uh, where we live and breathe Pacific. Claudia, how have you been? And thank you for keeping Talia entertained today. <laughs> Talafa lava, everyone, and welcome um, to this beautiful Monday on Blue Table Podcast. <laughs> Guys, you know, this is just the reality of things. And, you know, we've always said that here on Blue Table Podcast, um, we keep things 100% real with yeah. you guys and we can't get any more realer than this um but you know it is a special day because we have a Talia on say the show say hi everybody well hi. hello <laughs> okay she wants to open the bubbles but guys you know <clears throat> I am still buzzing now over the amazing Fijian language I week we had know. last week and um <laughs> yeah she wants bubbles but guys you know Really, really cool news. Um, Fiji Airways has announced that as of December the 1st, it is going to start um, flights again from New Zealand to Fiji. Now, there's going to be daily flights from Auckland to Fiji with three flights a week from Christchurch and two flights a week from Wellington. Now, travellers that do fly to Fiji need to be fully vaccinated. But guys, this is just one step closer to having all the borders open. I'm and so excited. 
you know, if the borders to Fiji are opening um, from the 1st of December, that surely must mean that the borders to Samoa will be opening soon oh, as look, well. So I'm super, super crossed. excited. Um, you know, it is, it is, you know, it's, it's still a battle with everyone uh, not wanting mm. to get vaccinated or vaccinated. But the truth is, I think um, we've mentioned it again last yeah, week bye. as well. Was, <laughs> um, just dig deep. And really, really find um, what is right for you and your family. Mm. Block out everything else. Yeah. Uh, really do block out everything else because it's important. It's important that um, whatever you decide, it's based, it's, it is your choice. Even, you know, I actually read an interesting article which is actually set, put, posted up by um, Sinio as well and Helen um, where they actually posted up a meme of, uh, of you know, what we every day we we abide by simple rules like fasten your seatbelt. When we are travel overseas, we are told to or we are asked to please fasten your seatbelt when you travel. Um, these are uh, simple rules that are put in place to, you know, make us you know, just to, to protect us. It's this, it's similar. It's the same thing. So I do ask everyone to really dig deep. When you are deciding on what you're going to do, yeah. what's right for you and what is right for your family. Um, look, uh, once again, I do apologise that we've got little Miss Talia here. Um, I'm going to um, do a hospital pass on this one <laughs> and I'm going to blame. Who are we going to blame today? <laughs> Honestly, I just think, you know, it just shows the reality of working, um, especially yeah. now during lockdown. Um, but, you know... Uh, Bear knows that I always like to share the most randomest things than what I think is funny um, on the show. So over the weekend, I was actually watching Family Feud, yeah, um, um, hosted by Steve Hardy, um, Harvey. Sorry. So I'm actually going to share this video. <clears throat> it was called "The Dumbest Answers Ever." <laughs> you see, she gets it. <laughs> she already knows it's funny. So um, you know how Family Feud works, yes, right? Yeah. Okay. So the first question you asked was, "What comes after the word pork?" So you've got pork loins, yes. pork, pork chops. Now this guy, you know, college student, he leans into the microphone and he goes, porcupine. <laughs> like, that could work. Well, what's, what's your pine? Yeah, true. But, yeah. Okay, so that was the funniest one that I thought. The second one was, what is something that is hard to do with your eyes open? Hard to do with your eyes open. Now your obvious answers are sleep. Yes. Um, this guy, also in college, very confidently says, read. <laughs> it is. I know. Silly, silly guy. Now, <clears throat> I thought this was the last one, I swear. Um, Steve asked, I could never make love to someone that looks like, you know, and your obvious answers could be like your parents, your siblings. Yep. Now, yep. this married woman on the show goes, like my husband, <laughs> I could never make love to someone that looks like my husband. And Steve tried to explain it to her. She was like, "Yeah, my husband," and she didn't get it. So, no, you know what? I, 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 you gotta love Family Feud. I actually, I absolutely love it. I mean, the weekend. What was the weekend like for me? We had White Sunday, and it was so awesome to see so many of our Ainga, our families and friends, all over the globe celebrating um, Leasusa Atamati. Um, and you know, I just wanted to say congratulations to everyone who took a moment to, even though COVID affected us in such a massive way, they still celebrated the positive vibes. And I just wanted to say, 
um, it's really it's really important that we just continue that. Um, so a massive shout out to all of the churches who continued with their Zoom programs. It's really, really important that we stay positive. Um, and also I did wanted to um, make a massive um, thank you so much to Aroma Creations. Here we've got it here. Um, we finally um, managed to get everything sorted for the Father's Day gift, um, our prize pack. Um, so everything's come through now. So a massive shout out to Aroma Creation and also to other active apparel wear um, who have finally come through. Please, if you are in New Zealand or anywhere in the globe um, and you're wondering, where's my package? Just take a moment to just remember we're all in lockdown. And we just need to remember that sometimes lockdown has affected us in a different way. And I also wanted to make a, a massive shout out to Polly Stamp as well for the awesome cupcakes that have come through. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But um, you know what? I think it's time to find a new babysitter or baby. <laughs> Where, where's baby daddy at? Comment below if you are looking um, at making an extra $10 a day to babysit somebody. <laughs> um, otherwise, um, yeah, should yeah. we... Yes, we are going to head into a break because, um, you know, it hasn't been probably um, hasn't been an easy yeah. weekend because we did have 94 cases of COVID yes. over the weekend, which brings me to the COVID update of today. We have 35 new cases in the community. All cases are in Auckland. 14 have known links and the remaining are being investigated. Um, now, this brings it to a total of 1,000. 622 total community cases linked to the current outbreak. Now, there are 33 people in hospital, seven in ICU. Now, after the 94 uh, COVID cases over the weekend, we thought, you know, we understand that a lot of people from our community must be feeling a little bit stressed and worried and, um, yeah, stressed just over the uncertainty mm. of what the future is going to bring us. So we thought that we would bring the lovely Josephine Bartley on the show and we're going to have a conversation over COVID and ask her all the pressing questions that are on everyone's lips. So we are going to go into a quick little break, um, but don't go anywhere. Stay tuned, guys.
Samoa. Ole 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 ロートマクタパイのフォンアパテ。ロートサモ。俺もロートサモサモ。まだちょっとフィアフィア、え、オンラペモ、おいサモ。アフタイラフィアマイ。ウォシーユアケ。ガッベス。Lover, everyone, and welcome back. We hope everyone is safe. And again, I do. I am sincerely sorry that uh, this mother is here with her child, which is extremely not professional. But I do want to say a massive thank you to our Blue TV team, who you know we're just keeping it a little bit real. But I think sometimes too real. But how cute is she? I mean, <laughs> come on, yeah. Look at her face. You can't say no to her. And um. Her dad, Fala, has just tuned in as well. So good afternoon to you too, Fala. Now, where are you? Because you might just need to pick up to Leah for at least the next 45 minutes. But, um, you know, we today we do have um, the very lovely Josephine Bartley on the show. So she was elected to the Mongakiki Tamaki Local Board in 2010 local elections and re-elected in 2013 and 2016. And she is also serving as the board chair um, from 2016. Now, in February 2018, she was elected as councillor representing the Mongakiki Tamaki Ward on the Auckland Council. So thank you so much, Josephine, for joining us today. How have you been? Thank you, Claudia. Hello for everybody out there. Thank you, Blue TV. Uh, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. It's been really busy. It's so awesome to see all the community vaccination events that are happening and the support yeah. they need. But yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. That's so good to hear, you know, and, and it's so true. It has been very busy and we see that um, vaccination um, rates are going up. They're increasing, which is great. Um, but Josephine, you know, I'm just going to get right into it because over the weekend there were 94 new COVID cases. And so people are starting to feel um, a lot more scared at the moment. Um, they're a lot more uncertain of what the future um, holds us. Can you just explain to our viewers um, what these 94 new cases been for the country? Yeah, I think people should be worried about those 94 cases, but they should also be worried about the cases that we don't know about. You know, we already know that there's people out there with COVID, but they're too scared to do anything about it. You know, it's just like anything. If you know that you've got something, you, you don't actually want to know. You just don't, don't want to deal with it. And there are a lot of people out there in our communities that have it but I'm not doing anything about it. So yeah, people should be scared and they should go and vaccinate. That's the only way you can survive COVID is if you vaccinate. And I'm sorry to be blunt, but that is the ultimate truth. 
No, we, we do like to keep it very um, real here on the Blue Table podcast. And that probably leads into um, my next question, which is, um, what is the likelihood at the rate we're going at now, what is the likelihood that we will still be in lockdown um, straight through Christmas? Well, I mean, like we keep seeing more people uh, reported with COVID. We see uh, more active cases out there. So I reckon we're going to stay in level three, whatever level three they break it down to for quite a while, because, you know, um, we have to. That's the only way to contain this is if we still have those restrictions and we keep people at home because that's how COVID travels is because people are getting out there. So um, I, I expect us, I mean, this is my own opinion, but I expect us to stay in lockdown a little bit longer and probably till Christmas, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you did touch on this that, you know, the only way that we can really stand a fighting chance is um, through getting everyone vaccinated. Um, but there are still people out there um, and very vocal people on social media um, that are very against the vaccination. Some saying that it's because there haven't been enough studies done on it, so they don't want to inject themselves with, you know, something that they are not 100% sure of. What do you say to the people that are scared um, about getting vaccinated? Um, well, I guess you have to weigh up your fear, right? Because if you don't vaccinate it, if you don't vaccinate, there's a high chance that you will catch it. There's a high chance that any of us will catch it. And um, yeah, weigh up your fear of getting this vaccine or dying in hospital. So balance that out and see how you go. Um, in terms of the questions around it hasn't been tested, I interviewed Dr. Uppy because that's what a lot of people in the churches in my area were telling me hasn't been tested. Dr. Uppy is part of the Pacific COVID response and he was telling me that it has been tested. It's been tested um, when they were doing tests for, um, what is that other virus? Um, SARS virus. So he said it's been tested for a while now, um, about 18, 19 years that they have been doing tests on this kind of vaccine. So he reassured me that it was safe. And so based on that, I'm basing it on medical opinion that it is safe. Um, I was supporting the Vodafone, the South Seas mass vaccination event out this week. And I could see people in the cars were worried and they looked scared. They looked anxious, um, but they were in the cars getting their shots because, well, I don't know, they have many reasons why they were in those queues. Um, 7,041 cars were in those queues. Wow. Uh, but it was, yeah, at the end of the day, I guess people realize they need to keep themselves safe. And this is the only way they're going to have a chance to fight it. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah. So you're definitely right because, you know, um, I've only just been recently vaccinated with my second dose, but th I did, you know, I'm going to be fully honest, I was scared at the start, um, you know, I was unsure about the, the side effects, and I did get quite bad side effects, but you're absolutely right, you have to kind of weigh out um, your fear with like the reality of things, and um, I, in the end of the day, I did it to protect my family, um, and to protect my community around me, um, but you know, the vaccination does come with an age restriction, um, what can we kind of say to the parents who, you know, are all for the vaccination, um, but they have, 
young kids that can't get vaccinated, are these kids now at high risk for getting COVID? Yeah, they would be at high risk because I was, I, I've been in a lot of COVID meetings with Ministry of People's Ministry of Health, and they talk about um, herd immunity. So the more that get vaccinated, the more you can protect those that um, are vulnerable. So really, it really does come down to everyone getting vaccinated. My niece is, she's got a whole lot of issues um, with her immunity. And so I'm very worried about her. That's why I'm going hard, pushing everyone else to get vaccinated to keep those that are vulnerable safe. Um, otherwise, how can we participate as a society or get back to normal? We just, we won't, yeah. Essentially, it is up to us, you know, the adults and, and, you know, the people that are older than their age restriction to get vaccinated in order to protect our next generation, in order to protect our vulnerable young kids. Um, so, like I've said before, you, you know, you are encouraging people to get vaccinated. Um, and sorry, we just have a little Talia running around, so I'm getting a little bit distracted. Um, but... Josephine, um, there are now some industries um, where it has become obligatory to be vaccinated. And as a result, those who are not vaccinated are at risk of losing their jobs. What are your thoughts around this? Um, well, I, you know, we have the same discussion at council um, because we have a lot of council events. We have the libraries, we have the gyms, you know, and we've got to provide a safe environment for people, for the public. So those people that are fronting those public facilities, they've got to be vaccinated in order for the people that use them to be safe. So I can understand the, the push for employers to ensure that they provide a safe working environment, which means people that are there need to be vaccinated. So yeah, I can understand that. I, I also, feel for those people for health reasons that can't get vaccinated yeah. but those others that are taking the standpoint of it's their belief okay sure but then what about everybody else they have a right to be safe and protected from this disease yeah. from COVID and then you've got people that are not vaccinated that could be you know putting them at risk. Definitely. Now you did touch on this but I would just like for you to kind of elaborate it on it a little bit more um, what do you say to the people that do say, you know, it is my choice, like no one can force me to get a vaccination and I can do what I want. What do you say to those people? Yeah, um, I, I get it. I get it. And, you know, I understand that people have a choice. Um, but their choice impacts on all, all of us, on our, um, our health and our livelihood. So... I think it comes to a time where you've got to consider everybody else here. It's not just about you living your life in your own bubble. That doesn't work like that. You go to a shop, you go to the park, you go here. So it's about everybody. Um, I, I just think we're past, we're past the time now where people are being patient with those that are saying, it's my choice, it's my choice. It, it, yeah, it, it's actually about safeguarding everybody so I don't I don't I don't 
Oh, Josephine, I, I do want to um, give you like um, say a huge congratulations as well because um, I've seen it and we've all seen that you have been um, very highly involved in a lot of community initiatives in, at the moment and you are push, pushing the vaccination. Um, so well done to you. And, you know, COVID-19 and lockdown has been um, quite, I guess, negative. Um, you know, it's been um, very stressful and um, scary. Um, but what are some positives that you, in your opinion, um, have come out of lockdown? I think it's made people get a little bit more uh, active in finding out more about the vaccine because there have been people that have questioned it. They've they've listened to MOH, they've you know tuned into the broadcasts, and they've gone and found out the information for themselves. So that's been good because then they've gone ahead and vaccinated. I think that's been, that's been the only positive I can see come out of this. I can't really think of any other positives because so many people are affected, um, especially in terms of food parcels. I do the food parcels in my area through our organizations. I support the organizations doing food parcels. And this is the most we've ever had of people needing food. So, and it's not the people that you would think it would be. It's people that were working before that never have had to ask for help. So I can't see any positives there. Um, but in terms of people trying to come together, I do see that. I do see that. I, I just see a lot of stress as well. A lot of people saying that we should work together, um, but not quite getting there because everybody's trying to act fast and, you know, deal with this urgently uh, and just pushing ahead. Uh, so I think maybe a positive to aim for would be trying to get more, yeah. I would like to paint a picture, um, Josephine, if you could, um, because, you know, there because we are all in lockdown, there is a lot of things that we don't see that's actually happening behind the scenes. And like you mentioned, there are a lot more food parcels being handed out to people that, and, you know, in other circumstances, we would have never imagined um, them needing food parcels. Um, can you please explain the reality that this lockdown and, um, you know, the lack of vaccinations um, is happening, is, sorry, is, you know, causing? Yeah, I think, I, I, I mean, because I, I see it pretty clearly. The reason why we're in lockdown is because of the COVID, right, of COVID. So in order for us to get out of this lockdown and for businesses to get back out there and do their trading, you need to vaccinate. So actually it's in the business sector's interest to help push vaccinations so that we can try and go back to some normalcy. Um, so that, that, is, that is definitely what I'm seeing. I'm also seeing people that used to work are not working. A lot of contractors and subcontractors were struggling before and they couldn't really get into wins because wins is very, very slow. Um, and also quite a few declines there. Um, so people don't go to wins and instead they just go without. And it's their family and their friends that are seeing that, that are then reaching out to organizations and saying, hey, can you help get them some food? They're too, you know, it's their dignity, their pride, they won't ask, but people that know them know that they're struggling and ask for them. So that's what I'm seeing. 
Oh, look, thank you so much, um, Josephine. And look, um, thank you. I do apologise once again. Um, as, as, as mentioned earlier, this is, is the reality of um, those who need to, to come through to work. Um, and that um, I think for myself, um, you know, I've, I've chosen to kind of keep baby with myself or with close um, following these guidelines that are set from um, the government. Um, Joe. I know that you've been actively involved, and I do apologise if the, the questions have already been asked. Um, can you just um, give us an, a little, little update on how our our community our community are actually doing with regards to the mass vaccination and the initiatives that's been put in place? Because I've seen a massive mm. move. Um, are, are these initiatives actually helping our community? Yeah, they are absolutely helping. You know, like people are very critical and I noticed the ones that are critical about uh, KFC, about food parcels, about petrol vouchers being used as incentives to get people to vaccinate, but they work. There were 7,041 cars lined up in the space of a few days at Vodafone for vaccinations. All those people got vaccinated. Um, I don't care if people are, you know, on their high horse about using KFC to do that. I reckon you do whatever you need to do to get people vaccinated, to get our people down there in those drive-throughs and the walk-ins. Walk, walk so it worked for Sunday, for Sunday Kongai. Lots of people turned up. But then, you know, also the food vouchers, the food parcels and the petrol vouchers, because those are things that we need. So if you can also get some help while you're getting your dad to help save your life, then I think that's a good thing. All those initiatives are working. I will never criticise any of them. Even um, the ones in my area, someone criticised one of the ones because I only had 41 people. So what? That's 41 people that would never have been vaccinated if that group didn't put it on. So all these things are helping, whether they are community-led or provider-led, because that's the other debate that's going on out there. People saying, oh, it's provider-led. I went to that one. I was part of that one at Vodafone. It was definitely, Southsea's doing a lot for, for, of work there along with other providers, but the ones that were the heart of it and the key of it was the community. They were right there. They were the ones, they were probably the reason why I was so successful and Southsies will acknowledge that as well, was the co coordinators from the different churches, youth groups, sports group, all there. So that's how you do it, you do it together. These other community-led events with our health providers, they're going to be just as great anyway. I'm now being pulled in for the Tongan Mass event on Saturday, so I'm doing everything I can to make sure Council Auckland Transport support our Tongan community, and they're aiming for 2,000. Personally, I'm quite happy with the Samoans leading with the 1,400 in one day, but okay, I will see what I can do to help the Tongans get their 2,000 in one day. Yeah. 
Oh, man, that's awesome. That is really, uh, really is awesome, Joe. I mean, I'll be honest, and I'm not going to, and I I am going to say this out loud, um, and I know that a lot of, you know, I was probably, probably that that, um, small percent that, you know, teased Fala a little bit because we did, um, um, I think maybe because I was a little bit bummed I didn't get my free KFC or a $150 voucher, so I was a little bit annoyed with that after I had followed um, the rules and then everyone kind of flooded in but you're absolutely right um, you know you you are doing what you can uh, to help and um, I do want to quickly mention um, Wayne a massive shout out to Wayne and the Ifakasa is Tamaki as well because um, their reason and, and even though they've been verbally abused on the side um, and criticised by so many people um, their reasoning um, behind it was because they need to get back to normal um, to their normal everyday lives their churches their business in a massive way are suffering so um, you know uh, congratulations to you Joe but I just wanted to quickly how are you doing because I don't even know how you are coping right now because um, I'm sitting behind the screens kind of going, oh, I choose not to comment on this. I choose not to do this. But you are at the front taking that. How are you doing mentally? Hang on, mentally. Thank you for the question. Um, uh, we had a, you know, the mayor, he has like his little uh, group, his little chairs of his committees, and we had a meeting today. And this is the first time the meal was open to us like doing a check-in of our mental well-being so it's really cool that um we're able to do this um and and that you raise it now i'm good um i bubble on my own but um this is kind of like i feel like this is how i've set up my life is to do this kind of service and i love being in the community so i'm good to do what i'm doing um if i had a husband and kids then I wouldn't be able to do what I do because they would be my first priority. And, you know, I have said to um, Le Malum at South Seas, when I was at their event, I said to him, look at all these cars, look at all these people in these cars, they're good people. There's something here, you know, like once you get the nurses to do the registration questions, find out who is single and then put a mark on the car and then they can like connect up that way just to have some fun. For the people in the car. I love that, actually. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And he was like, mm. But you could do That's it. That's like another version of speed dating. Speed dating in the drive-thru. And then I was like, oh, no, if the media get a hold of this, because they went for me with the KFC idea, then they're just going to go bananas over this idea. So... Well, you oh, never know if, like, the love of your life is in that same driveway as you, and better yet, they're also vaccinated, so you're both safe. <laughs> you know what, Joe? And this is what I love about you. You are so real when it comes to this. Um, let me know um, how many cars come through single because um, I, I have a few friends that wouldn't mind um, getting um, hooked up with someone that's vaccinated, <laughs> well, and fully vaccinated, but please make sure that they're actually single. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Sorry. You know, it's just it's like when you go clubbing and then the, the men there they ask you if you've got a passport, you know, if you've got a citizen. Or <laughs> 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 ask you about your vaccine passport. So, yeah. Gotta love the vibe, Joe. Gotta love it. I'm not I'll, I'll let Claudia because I'll I'll let Claudia finish off with our questions. Claudia, did you have your final questions for? No, I just want to, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, um, Josephine. So pretty much 
The faster we get vaccinated, the faster we can get out of lockdown. Is that correct? And the faster we can hook up, right? <laughs> the faster you can burst your bubble. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes, so there you guys, you've heard it um, straight from Josephine. The faster you get vaccinated, mm. the faster we can all get out of lockdown. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone that's watching, we're, we're still trying to cope. I mean, I've had to bring in um, a little person that I actually didn't want to bring into work today. <laughs> she, has destruct, uh, destruct, she has distracted us in so many ways, but yet she is probably the one reason why I do want to go and get vaccinated is to protect my loved ones. Um, she is my priority. So um, dig deep again. Once again, thank you so much. Um, Joe, did you want? Ha did you have any final words for us? Any encouraging messages for all of our viewers today? Uh, yeah, just it's so cool to, to be here and to talk with you both. Actually, your um, posts on Facebook. So I'm really glad to be to be here in the blue table. Uh, and for everyone just to keep their spirits up and just be positive that we are going to get through this, but we just need everybody to play their part and just go and vaccinate. That's really vaccinate, stay safe, stay home. Don't get tempted to burst your bubble, no matter how hot the guy is. <laughs> don't do it. Sorry. You've heard it here. <laughs> no hot, no hot, oh. no guy is hot enough for you to burst that bubble, guys. <laughs> oh, girl. Well, um, I will. The rock is pushable. <laughs> <laughs> Look, once again, um, Josephine, uh, yourself um, and your team, the village behind you, uh, we just want to say a massive, massive thank you um, to all of our Pacifica community. I know a lot of us are, are sitting in the, oh, I don't know um, what, what to do. That's okay. It's okay to feel feel scared. Um, what's not okay is, is um, you know, listening to the misinformation. So please, everyone, um, really, really dig deep. I mean, if you are um, worried, speak to your doctors. There are so many online platforms that are happy to answer all of your questions. Um, I know that um, our team there at, um, our Rotuman team mm -hmm. have invited uh, their, their scientists and Lorenzo. Lorenzo's show, which is right after this, also have Awesome information with regards to updates um, with COVID. But a massive Fafete lover to yourself, um, Josephine, and the village behind you for the awesome initiative that you guys have put through to ensure our community is safe. But um, that's us. I did want to quickly share um, a quote um, because I know that um, it's been quite crazy over the weekend so I'm just going to find that quote that I had here um, before I let um, <laughs> Claudia um, finish us off so the quote for today is be strong be fearless be beautiful and believe that anything is possible when you have the right people there to support you so thank you once again to everyone for the love and support um that we had you know that you guys show for our team here on blue table telenor blue tv honestly i'm um, josephine it's been such a great chat um and hopefully it's um kind of put a lot of people's um worries at ease um you know like josephine said um it's all right to be scared but you have to weigh up your options um and at the end of the day we are getting vaccinated to not only protect ourselves and our family but also our younger 
um, kids who are unable to get vaccinated, so we're also doing it for them. So thank you so much, Josephine. Um, and thank you so much to everyone tuning in. Um, and Flora also commented saying that um, if you need a babysitter to let her know. So thank you, Flora. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you once again, Josephine. Thank you so much. Thank you to all of you, our viewers. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. God bless. So far, so far. Thank you. Polifa mama avengali nei male Pacific isi mo auto pe fa moli sa mo auto poni ai ofisa mo le fava yaso fa nga nei lolna wa unang forward sa uo poli direct transfer a fai wa yesa membership card ma e fa nga ina le internet banking poli matua fine of your lover na le tiposi my lover lo seleni matua account ona fa atino le la foi na lo seleni mo ai nga sa mo e ye 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 nga ta ona fa ma le ina mo ni si fa matala nga le nei au unang for Bala aule telefoni o valselau o o o tasionono. Pole lua fitu ono fitu iva fitu fa. Pe text mai foilu suafa ili valu tolu o. Telephone voucher is one of the most convenient ways that I'm finding now to do my shopping here at Mama Jo. And my sister just sent through the voucher on my cell phone and I just come straight into Mama Jo to do my shopping. Ole si tu lana pitusili ule tau. Ole la fome ule pastala ulo. I think it's really convenient for families overseas if they don't know what to, how to help their families here, then this is the perfect way. ตัวมันเอาหนังอารมณ์ตัวสามอสเซอร์วิสเตชเนี่ยตัวไหนมาตัวเตียวตัวนั้นเราจะเอาไว้เลยมันจะเล่าวิสัยมาตัวเอาห